The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Brought to you by Charity Mobile, the phone company that supports life and family. 5% of your monthly plan price goes to your favorite charity. Mention offer code TRADITION for a special Christmas offer. Learn more at CharityMobile.com. In the days after Fiducia Supplicans was released, the news that the French bishops had stood tall and firm against it went across the internet. Right-minded Catholics celebrated, which makes sense. It turned out at the time that it was really only nine bishops of, among the French who stood firm, and the rest had remained generally silent. That may sound like a lot for a country the size of France, but as we'll see... Unfortunately, that didn't take hold. In recent days, the French bishops' conference issued a document endorsing fiducia supplicants, having them join among the number of those functionally apostatizing from the faith. We've also seen, at the same time, the the bishops' conferences of Portugal, home of Fatima, have also endorsed fiducia supplicants. I'm reminded when looking at the story of the the Portuguese bishops endorsing that evil document of part of the message of Fatima relayed by Sister Lucia. It wasn't given at Fatima. Sister Lucia famously had experienced apparitions of Our Lady and Our Lord into the late 1920s and early 1930s. And at one of those visits from Our Lady and Our Lord, she was told that the deposit of faith the integrity of the faith would remain in Portugal. It was given in ambiguous kind of terms, well, at least what she told us, because she gave very little about that. Now, in light of that, though, I do wonder what that means, because the Portuguese bishops have joined in endorsing, essentially, the church, embracing sins that cry out to heaven for justice. Let's turn to first the Portuguese bishops, since there are the more interest here. Here, from their own Episcopal Conference website, we get the announcement from the Permanent Council given the 9th of January, 2024. It reads as follows. At its meeting today, the Permanent Council reflected on the agenda of the next plenary assembly, which will have as its main themes synodality, in light of the synthesis of reports from the dioceses and the upcoming preparation of the ad limina visits of the Portuguese bishops from May 20th to 2025. The agenda will be published in due course. As an aside, an ad limina visit is when the bishops of a conference meet with the Pope face-to-face and can have private conversations with him as a body. Point two. 
Regarding the ongoing synodal process, the Council reiterated the practical guidelines for dioceses, the reflection of which should focus on chapters 8 to 12, 16, and 18 of the Synthesis Report of the 16th General Assembly of the Synod of Bishops for October 2023, always guided by the following fundamental question, how to be a synodal church in mission. Each diocese must send the fruits of their reflection to the CEP by the end of March 2024. This is, refle- this is in reference to their the new declaration from Rome about why we need to have more synodal meetings at your, your dioceses and parish level. They're doing it too. Furthermore, each diocese can send to the CEP with the same deadline a brief testimony of the work carried out and the experiences lived, maximum of two pages, sharing a good practice that it considers significant for growing missionary synodal dynamism. That's a modernist lingo, secular managerial lingo applied to the gospel. Repulsive. In the first week of April, the CEP synodal team will summarize the reflection of all dioceses in eight pages. The summary text will be assessed and approved by the CEP Plenary Assembly from 8th to 11th of April 2024. The final text approved by CEP will be sent to the General Secretariat of the Synod, the deadline indicated it May 15th. Following the recent declaration of fiducia supplicants of the pastoral meaning of blessings from the Dicastery of the Doctrine of the Faith, which does not alter the Church's doctrine on marriage, sure it does, the Permanent Council recognizes the welcome of all in the Church and expresses the full communion of the Portuguese bishops with the Holy Father. The rest of that document references Ted McCarrick problems and what they're doing, but note what they're doing there in that last point that I read to you. They note their full communion with the Holy Father. There is an implicit statement being made there. Those bishops who reject fiducia supplicants are not in communion with the Holy Father. As I noted in a live stream, actually two live streams now, last week, a listener of mine went to his bishop with concerns about fiducia supplicants and was excommunicated by his bishop because the bishop said the document was infallible. We are de- we're dealing with hyperpapalism here, folks. More of that kind of nonsense from the Portuguese bishops, unfortunately. But now we turn to the surrender on this issue also from the French. The French bishops have not, of course, been very good on, had been, we thought, had anyway, been very good on this. So we get this story from the Catholic Herald, which is out of the UK. Headline, French Bishops' Conference Backs Fiducia Supplicans and It's, quote, Generosity. 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 What could be more generous than, I guess, denying the gospel? What could be more gen- generous than telling people a lie to make them feel better about themselves, a lie that then keeps them from converting, a lie that keeps them living in the sins that have they have allowed to define their lives. I would feel the same way about this, and I'm sure you would too, if we were talking about any other sin that r- runs rampant in our culture. Imagine, imagine, for instance, if the, for whatever reason, the Vatican issued a document saying that people using and consuming indecent and pure images on the internet, evil evil images, to borrow a term from Kennedy Hall, imagine if the Vatican issued a document making that okay. I would be just as furious. You should be too. For whatever reason, this particular sin, one that sacred scripture defines as crying out to heaven for vengeance, gets a pass. I don't know why. They call it generous, though. From the article, quote, Days after nine French prelates announced that they would not authorize to blessings to double S couples as requested by the recent Vatican Declaration Fiducia Supplicants, the Permanent Council of the French Bishops' Conference has said instead 
that such blessings should be given as a sign of, quote, unconditional and merciful welcome. In a statement dated 10 January 2024 and signed by each member of the Permanent Council of the French Bishops' Conference, including its president, Archbishop Eric de Moulin-Bouffay of Rems, apologies to the French for my horrible pronunciation, its two vice presidents and Cardinal Jean-Marc Avelin of Marseille, the prelates addressed the public debate that fiducia supplicants had caused, noting that the main points of dispute are the declaration's treatment of the accompaniment, that's an interesting way of phrasing it, of double S couples and divorced and remarried couples. The council said they saw the declaration, signed by the DDF prefect Cardinal Victor Manuel Fernandez, as, quote, an encouragement to pastors to generously bless those who approach them humbly, asking for God's help. The statement comes after nine French bishops earlier this month refused to allow blessings for the types in question, saying priests may bless individual types in question, but not couples. End quote. Their interpretation is what we call a hermeneutic of coping. They are interpreting it in the way that would make them feel as if it was an orthodox document. You cannot separate the, the couple from the union. That makes them, by definition, a couple. You can't. And that's what they're doing. May God have mercy on them for it. So the French have given up. The Portuguese have given up as well. And in so doing, have implied that any bishop who is against this is not in communion with the Holy Father. Now think about that for a moment. That's an implication that the Polish bishops' conference are not in communion with Rome anymore. That's an implication that the entire, virtually the entire bishops' bodies of Africa, all of them, the entire continent, are not in communion with the Holy Father. That means that various cardinals and bishops who have spoken out against this, Schneider, Strickland, anyone you care to name, is no longer in communion with the Holy Father. Take all the time you think you need to wrap your head about the impl around the implications of that. That's where we are now. The bishops in those two countries, formerly the heart-beating heart of Christendom, have embraced the secular ideology, and they've done it through a hermeneutic of coping. I'm curious what you have to say about this. So let me know in the comments, please. Hit like and subscribe if you haven't. It does help. So to sharing this on social media, that helps too. And as always, pray for the church. I'm Anthony Stein. Ave Maria.